0: Mike Dettelier, Saints Insider, NFL Draft Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike joins us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. All right, let's switch gears to uh, the draft. Um, Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Malik Willis. I actually think over the next two months and one week that their value will go up, 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 up just because of what actually what you just said about Dennis Allen talking about the most important position on the field. Mike, are you with me? Do you think that uh, at least two of the four, if not three of the four, maybe more, that their value will go up exponentially over the next uh, 10 weeks?
1: Yeah, I think you're looking at three first-round picks uh, with Malik, uh, Pickett, Corral. Sam Howell, I think, is the one guy that you probably have the biggest – difference of opinion on Uh, i think you know the the one thing with the nfl draft the biggest misperception is that everybody thinks the same about a player and that's totally untrue listen they got division on that type player in the same room you know and scouts director of player personnel head coach whatever so you're not going to have the same idea about a player but i think three of those guys going around one now, how they fall will be interesting. There's not enough veteran quarterbacks to go around. And you're looking at about more than a third of the league looking to upgrade their quarterback position. It's got to come from somewhere. And the NFL draft it does give you that particular spot to upgrade. So you hear some really good news about some of those players and the agents. For those others will put out bad information on those. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and now they got people that write on the, about the draft that, uh, I hate to say it, I, I have no idea who they are. Uh you know, so, you know, now today you got a website or a podcast or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, and, and I get it every day um, from agents who send me information on players that they have and, you know, sort of give you nothing positive about something somebody else has that they don't have. So you, you understand that sort of information is going to come out. It, it does each and every year, the good and the bad. But I really agree with you. I, I think all four will see their stock elevate. Three of the four will go in round one. And potentially you could see a fourth going around one. Uh, again this is not like running for president and you polling up electoral votes all you need is one team to pick you only one right
0: that's right so um i think uh, i think two could go in the top 10
1: i think one will i think you'll probably see one go in the teens So I think in the top 20, you'll see two. And then after that, that's where there are some teams in the early 20s where you could see a team get a third. And then late in the draft, in round one, is there a team picking at the top part of round two who's looking to upgrade their quarterback position? Would they be willing to trade up to assure themselves of that quarterback and where you see a lot of movement over the last few years on that back end of round one where teams get a little bit itchy, you know, I want a certain player and maybe make that move to get them. So uh, that's just my thought. I think you'll see one in the top 10, one between 11 and 20 and one between 21 and 25 or 26. And then afterwards that's, the big flipping a coin uh, on who maybe gets a little itchy that let's say a guy like Sam uh, Howell is still around and I don't think he can get there to where I picked some team, maybe make a move to get him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mike D'Atelier, uh WWL radio TV, New Orleans on the bucked up energy drinks guest line. Um, so, Would you be surprised at all if Jacksonville decided to trade out at one and somebody did make a run if they fall in love? How about this? If they've already fallen in love and they're just not telling anybody on a QB or over the next yeah. eight weeks if they fall in love with one of them with all the interviews and the on-campus stuff and so on, Mike?
1: I would be surprised they move all the way up to one because it would be really costly. Um, for you to get that and that there's not a quarterback worth that this year Um, I think the debate for Jacksonville will be what'll they do at one because I think for most people Aiden Hutchinson is the top guy on the board but you know for Jacksonville and you've got a young quarterback and Trevor Lawrence that you need to protect Evan Neal would make a lot of sense to me from Alabama if I keep that pick. The fact that he has played both right and left tackle. (laughs) He is a huge man and uh, very athletic. And he needs a little bit of, you know, work around the edges. But, man, he's immensely gifted uh, as an offensive lineman. I don't see a team that would make that move to get to the top overall spot for a quarterback. Uh, The big question mark is where does Jacksonville go with that pick Mm -hmm. Uh, because of the fact I think Hutchinson is probably the top guy on most people's boards. But, you know, Neal, you know, is going to be one, two, or three on everybody's board, and he fills the biggest need position. That is to protect your huge investment in Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. All right. And then Derek Stingley becomes the wild, the wildest of the wild cards. Uh, athletically, he may be the most gifted guy in this draft class, but he's missed so much of the last two seasons. He was a freshman All-American. He looked like he would redefine that position at LSU. There have been very few guys that have come in here as a freshman take over that cornerback spot uh, like what Derek did on that national championship season. And they weren't throwing the football at him as a true freshman. And then you look at the last two years, he's had a number of injuries. And um, so that's going to be in question on exactly where you sort of feel things would go with Sting. He becomes the wildest of the wild card, and and Kyle Hamilton – from Notre Dame, a hybrid safety linebacker. And in this world today, how you use that guy is is interesting because you see him used all kind of different ways. True, He becomes an interesting player too in that top five or six uh, because I don't see him getting out of there. Even though if you look back at draft history over the last few years, the only safety that's been – a top seven or eight pick has been Jamal Adams from LSU. Mm -hmm. And you look at, look at Jamal. Who's five foot 10 and three quarters. you look at Kyle, who's six foot four, you know, he's, he's a different player, different style player, great in coverage, can play to run. Well, they didn't use him a lot coming off the edge as a blitzer, but he can do that extremely well. Um, He's going to be intriguing. This is a meat-and-potato draft with a lot of linemen that will go early. So, and, again, because of the wide receiver position it is so thick each and every year, that's going to come into play uh, once you get probably past the top ten picks. But all these linemen, if it's Cross from Mississippi State, or Ikram from North Carolina State, or Evan Neal, Or Tyler Lindenbaum from uh, uh, Iowa, you got a ton of offensive linemen that'll go in round one, and defensive linemen, same sort of situation. It has its own little draft pattern, and this draft pattern is certainly about the big man.
0: Charles Cross out of Mississippi State, Uh, top twenty. Mike, where do you where do you have it?
1: For me, he's a top-ten pick. Nice. I think his uh, best his,
0: football is in front of him, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, that I agree with you. Uh, really good pass protector, and you saw his growth in that area and his techniques and his footwork and him physically getting a little stronger, and I think he can even continue to get better in those areas. Uh, but, man, he, he is gifted. Uh, and you he just is. saw the way he can protect that blind side of a quarterback. You got a lot, you got a lot riding on that QB keeping him upright. Yeah. And so I think he becomes a uh, top ten or twelve pick in the draft, no question. But for me, he's a top ten guy.
0: He's a super kid too. Uh, Mike Nattier, NFL Draft Insider, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, and he joined us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Mike D, enjoy Mardi Gras. We'll talk soon.
1: Thanks a lot. Appreciate
0: it. That was fun. Mike Dettelier on the Saints, a little QB. The NFC South, Blake, is in this crazy transition right now at the quarterback position. And what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson? Is he going to be a Texan? Or is he going to land somewhere else in the offseason? We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Out of bounds. 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs.